Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there, and welcome to this episode number 427, a number which I cannot contrive any sort of interesting rhythm or numerical thing. Maybe one of our listeners will figure out that it's like the only prime that's the, it's, it's the only subprime number that's the equal to the opposite of the integers of three primes or something like that. I'm Andy Notko, and this is Florence Ion. Hey, Flo, you're back. I am, and I'm so itchy. <laughs> You guys have some loud bugs in the East Coast and some very hungry ones. And I am covered in bug bites all over my feet. They are welt-like. <laughs> they are on there. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. Uh, but I had a lovely time in the East Coast. So. <laughs> I, I've just taken time to write down, I'm so itchy as a possible show title. Now, again, you, you, you choose the show titles, and I'm just putting it out there so that's on the record as a candidate. <laughs> so I I went to New York. I know we kind of talked about it a couple podcasts ago, but I thought I was going to be spending a lot of time in the city, and I actually ended up spending a lot of time on Long Island. Nice. Like just the whole the whole span of the island, most of what I could see, and like I maybe had a total of five hours in the city. So that's it. See, the, the difference between Long Island and Manhattan is that on Long Island, uh, cupcakes are reasonably priced and no one makes a terribly big deal about them. It's like, hey, a cupcake. That's delicious. That's Great. True. Let's move on with our day. As opposed to we are now the entire fulcrum of our day is around. If we want cupcakes by two, we have to be online at this one place by 1241. Correct. Correct. And it's going to cost Correct. us $8 for a good cupcake, but not as good as like a box of a half dozen cupcakes like you would satisfying. get for $8 yeah. elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. It sucks when it's not satisfying. But, uh, but, but here's, that's why I got so bitten up though, because I was out in the greenery. I was out in the pastures. I was out by the marsh. I was out on the sand. <laughs> um, and it's a whole nother side of the United States that I've never really been, um, initiated into and so this was kind of like my initiation into east coast country <laughs> sincerely because all i all i've done of the east coast is the cities right and it's so different from california it's so different <laughs> it's just landscape flora fauna mm -hmm. again the sounds are so much louder over there because of the humidity and um just just a an interesting sensory experience. <laughs> I took. I uh, I had an editor of mine who uh, lives in San Francisco, actually in San Francisco, who came up for a visit. And uh, what he wanted to do is, oh, let's let's go on, on like a mini road trip. And so, oh, great, no, great. We, the great thing about New England is that you can do. Uh, uh, if if you have if you have only a couple of, if you only have a few days to spend in New England, like you could, if you have a car, you can do a very very super pleasant like lap, mm -hmm. starting like starting in Boston, hitting Rhode Island, Connecticut, Western Massachusetts, lighthouses, which, which is almost which is almost like a different state, uh, then up to Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, and then back down to Boston, and you can hit like you can tick off. Everything like New Englandy, like including mm -hmm. lighthouses, including mm -hmm. the proper way to have lobster, which is mm -hmm. like off of like a disposable plastic tray on like a on a picnic table behind like the little shack where you bought the lobster roll uh, <laughs> diners. And so it's uh, I'll still I'll never forget uh, like the, the, the fun part of, of the Vermont leg of the trip is that Vermont is uh, it's 
beautifully unspoiled by mm. like cities and times and it's, it's not like places in the midwest where it's like it was just like a straight highway through the desert with nothing uh-huh, on right. it's like no it's it's new england it's new england terrain so you're like dipping th- through can through like valleys and hills and like he was just pressed against the side of the window as i'm driving and i'm kind of it's like for a long long time and i was wondering if like he was getting a little bit car sick and he was like there's so many trees and like yeah vermont was definitely putting on a show cuz yes, it's so it, we have a trees. state that's named after <laughs> green trees green mountains it's like yeah it's 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 hard to it's hard to it's easy to forget that hey i live around here so it's like no every time i drive like more than like 45 minutes i'm going to be like surrounded by beautiful verdant trees and hills and valleys and stuff like that so yeah well (sighs) so did did you find our east coast elitism uh, as pungent as you had been led to believe by uh, cable news come on andy you know (laughs) i live in the bay area with silicon valley elitism which is like honestly worse because because the the elite the elites have like 30 billion dollars who can say you know what I don't. I don't. I think. I think that these that these oppressed these uh, oppressed people of society who are finally getting a voice are getting a little too big for their boots, and they need a, they they need to be put in their place. What what social media network exactly. can I buy to make sure that they have to hide back in the shadows? I know. Yeah. I will say it was kind of nice not being in New York City during the work week when you usually run into all the business clad folks who are just like walking around, you know, just with very intense feelings coming off of them, just emanating off of them. With their mobile telephones and their Bluetooth earpieces. Yeah. Buying and selling shares. It's nice to just slow down in the suburbs somewhere else outside of your own suburbs. And, and plus like it could, it's, it's, uh, there, there are trips where you appreciate being in the place, and there are trips where you appreciate just visiting the people that you get to visit. Yeah, I went to go visit my best friend. So right. So, that and that's awesome. that, and that's like, I, and I, I have had both. I have, and it's like, and some, sometimes the nicest thing is when one kind of turns into the other. I, I've had, I have had trips to New York where. You know, I just now now I've been trained to sort of innocently. I, I, I'm not like a life blogger by any means, but yeah. Sure. You, if, if if one of the reasons why, if I see a really good picture to take, like my first few hours in New York City, I will make sure I post that right away because mm-hmm. people people that I know who I don't I didn't think were going to be in New York this weekend or uh, friends of mine who That's might right. who are oftentimes who live in the, the area but are often like too busy to like connect with and it's like wow. I really thought that I was going to yep. uh, that I was going to be spending my time at, at the uh, at the Whitney Museum today. But hey, great! I get to see someone I haven't seen in like four exactly. years. That's even better. I don't care anymore. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> well, what have you been up to since I've been actually speaking speaking of photos? It's like so uh, I've been. Uh, uh, before we started recording, I was, I was apologizing to Flo that like, we're, we're, we're recording a day late because like Flo was coming in from, uh, from the East coast on Wednesday and who needs to do a podcast, like after Greg coming home from, from the airport, we're also recording about an hour later than I thought we would, because like my sleep schedule has been really, really weird. And part of it is 
like I can't, it's 2 a.m. I can't sleep. And then like my brain thinks that, hey, you know, it'd be fun to try. Let, let's let's not do this whole project, but let's like at least start this thing that we've been kind of meaning to do for a long time. And so like last night, uh, it hit me that I, I want I need to organize my f- collection of like fine art photos uh, that that I've got the my my albums in Google Photos because it's kind of a mess. It started off casually as starting that every every time I'm on Reddit or I'm on an auction site or whatever and I see a, you know, a painting or a piece of sculpture that I really, really like like three or four years ago. I don't know how long ago, but I started like getting the habit of, oh, I'm going to save that to my hard drive. And then I've eventually got like a couple hundred of them. So I created like a Google Photos album of them and started. And every now and then I purged that folder from my hard drive, hard drive, my SSD, my internal storage <laughs> device to Google Drive. But I've got two problems with it. Number one, I don't know how it probably made it was probably one of those quick fixes that turned into a disaster like years and years later but i wound up with like two different albums and not really sure which one is the most up to date so every time i would upload another like 100 pictures i would have to like upload them to post them put them both in both albums to make sure that like one of them is consistent. I, I, I've said before that uh, my uh, uh, my my Nest Home sp- uh, speaker display and my uh, my uh, my Google TV like screensavers on all my big TVs they point to this folder. So I see this beautiful beautiful pieces of art, like four thousand pieces of art at this point. Uh, the other problem is that often because I've been doing this for so long, I don't often know that I've already like I've already encountered this picture. And so it's already in the album. So as a result, years later, we wound up with A, two albums, not one. Secondly, and one of them contained, might contain like two, three, four, five duplicates of the same image. And so I've been sort of putting this off because I can't figure out an easy way to do it, to, to like thin this down. The, the, uh, the, the goal is going to be to have one album and one album only, and for all of them to have only one copy of like of each individual image. But the problem and but and this could be easy because there are tools that will like look for duplicates like of, of images. This is this is a known problem. Right. Uh, and you'd also think that AI possibly could help with this because instead of just seeing if these two uh, two files matched directly. This is, yes. Where AI would come in to help. But I've but if this is I, I, I spent not a whole lot of time thinking about that because I realized that this is such an odd problem. I, I think that AI, AI will have absolutely been proven to be one of the most sophisticated and feature perfect things ever if it can solve this problem. Because like off like let, let's say uh, uh, the portrait of uh, of, uh, of Madame X. It's like, of course, I've got a copy of that. But actually, I got like four or five or six of them. But some of them are from. Uh, like the official like Metropolitan Museum site. Some of them are like older pictures. Some of them are higher resolution. Some of them are lower resolution. Some mm-hmm. of them, uh, some of them like might have cut off like a strip from the side or the top. But some of the pictures, like I've uh, including some of my favorites, I had no idea that no, no, no. There's like an extra one fifth of the image that someone cut off when they when they put this in. So on and so on and so on. So it really does require a human being to look at these pictures to, in a very analog fashion, determine that, okay, these six pictures are of the exact same thing. And now I have to look at all six to decide which one is the best one that's going to be the keeper. And as much as I would like to hand this off to somebody else, it's like, I can't. I'm just going to have to slog through this all by myself. Wait, so, so this is on Google Photos, you said? It's a, it's in a Google Photos album. It's a Google Photos album. Yeah, yeah. actually, and- we're, we're, in, we're, in Google, we're in Google Meet. Hang on, I'm going to. 
So I'm reading that you cannot currently remove Google Photo duplicates using a batch process or third-party application. Which right. so what so what so what I've done is uh, and I, and kudos to Google here. All I did was okay. I'm just going to okay. download the both of those albums like right back to uh, right back to my MacBook, and in both cases. It was just like one click. You had to wait, wait a buttload of time for it to be like turn into a zip file, then to download like seven gigabytes of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it very, very easily done. So yeah, I, I, I was never really, uh, I, I was never really uh, uh, believing that it was, it was going to work that way. Uh, so I knew it. I, but uh, <sighs> which okay, is so, unfortunate. Okay, so I'm gonna present now, and I'm gonna say please present. Ah, just that tab, and share. Bing. Bing. Oh, I feel like I'm at work. I are now presenting my screen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is like, can you see it? Uh, when, yes, I can. Yes, yeah. I can. So like, this is just like over and over and over. I already, again. I already saw some um, duplicates. Yeah, exactly. So this is this is the original. This isn't like with any of the fixes that I that I've made, and and in a way, it's kind of nice because it's cool that. It's it's kind of like a way to say, oh wow, he Andy upvoted this picture like nine times <laughs> because this picture appears like yeah, like here is like El Jaleo, uh, uh, John Singer Sargent, and like I'm uh, I've uh, the uh, Isabella Stewart uh, Museum in Boston actually has the original, which is like a wall sized picture, and so it's okay. like oh, and so I have five copies of this, and again, some of them are high res, some are low res, right, and. and Again, I just don't know which one it is. Sometimes uh, I'm in a position where, yeah, see, here's the second time or third time you've seen this. This is that that supermodel mm-hmm. from like 1890s Paris that I'm doing research on, appearing in a Charles Dana Gibson like book illustration. Uh, but see, it's like sometimes like I also have to decide that hey, this is this this is a, a, a scan of like a pen and ink like drawing. This one is lower resolution, but the scan is a lot better and a lot tighter than the higher resolution version I have. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. I think it's I, I think last night I did ninety percent of the job, and I think the remaining ten percent is oh just is just going to take me. Now, okay, these are these are there are nude ladies in here, but I but these are yes, artist- but I see duplicates. Exactly. Okay, I thought I thought because you just scrolled past like one of those like uh, Venus of what? It's okay. It's okay. It's yeah, it's yeah. art, man. It's just you know. It's art. Although, it's art. Although I, I will, I, I will say, I will say one thing. I'm, I'm sure we should keep going, but like, <laughs> it's it has like there there have been times where I've been sort of, I wouldn't say feeling guilty, but like a lot, you know, uh, there is a, I don't know, there's a Venn diagram between the objectification of women via artists versus the female form as simply a method yes. of expression for creativity. And so, and so often, so Which oftentimes it was used back in the day. Exactly. And so, but, but nonetheless, it's like, uh, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through, uh, it's like, ah, there are a lot of naked, naked lady butts here. Even though, even though they're very, they're, they're like naked lady butts of, you know, very artistically done. And, you, and it's also, and the other, the other fun thing, I, I will not go, I will not guess further. The down other this, fun thing he says, okay. Uh, the, no, no, the, the, you know, I will not take us further down this rather rabbit hole, but there are times when like the rules for like, uh, for uh, rendering the female form in art was like, okay, 
I know that a lot of you out there just like to see naked women because we're in a, a crippled society where we can't show like an ankle in public without like people getting all freaked out. So we're really, really excited about that. But you got you got to realize I can't just paint pictures of naked ladies. I got to like put it in the context. So that's why like they're, they're, <laughs> that's how they got away with it. Yeah, exactly. They're like these are these aren't naked ladies. These are no, these are nymphs. A story. These are these are sirens. Yeah, these are there's a oh, there there is a really amazing uh, last one because I think actually I think, I think I've, I've seen I've, some of these in person. I'm like yeah, starting exactly. to notice ones that I've seen in person because again, everybody I've seen these bosoms at art museums because you know I have been to art museums around the world. Indeed, you're you're Indeed. you're you're one of them classy tech people. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know about classy. But. Well, quite. well, no, no, you got you got class. You got you got I polish. Snu- I you snuck got pictures panache. of the Picasso. I'm sorry. There I'm sorry. Go. I snuck pictures. Well, there's a. Uh, I'm probably not going to. It's probably not worth my finding it. But there's a uh, there is a whole like genre of paintings, which is like, oh my god, these artists are absolutely abusing the privilege. Where it's yeah. like, there's, 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 there, if you do like a Google search for like the temptation of St. Peter or the temptation of St. Anthony. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. There's, there's I a whole that. genre I where, that, okay. I did art history class. Exactly. <laughs> where the, where the entire, where the entire point is like, oh no, no, it's, it's talking about how saintly our Christian saintly figures are, <gasps> that they are able to resist temptation when you know that, no, it's because you wanted to, we really wanted to, p- to paint like a naked lady being really TikToky, being very, very OnlyFans, okay, no. and the only Men way have you can get away with it was, was to say, "Oh no, no, look, look, look how hard, look how hard she's tempting Saint Peter, and Saint Peter is actually turning away. He's he's See? shielding his eyes because he's so pure." <laughs> See, this is so political right now. Yeah. Okay, let's 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 put the let's put the ladies away. Okay. <laughs> they are beautiful. They are lovely, uh, but again, they've... they are beautiful. They really capture the draping of yeah. the dresses and all that. But it's so it, well. yeah, but it's and 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 I stress that it's not it's not all the you know, naked ladies too. It's 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 a it's a variety of things. But once again, it like, is, all, it is, but it particularly is. when I've just like spent like three or four hours late last night looking through like all like thirty five hundred, thirty seven hundred. It's like let's there aren't there aren't there aren't as many naked dudes there. Perhaps I should go. <laughs> but part of me is like I should probably like look for more pictures of naked dudes as well. But. I'm I'm afraid mm. that algorithms will misinterpret that. Nobody wants to look at that. <laughs> Sorry. I I, I and this I see is your a, and I see your point. It's supposed to be a family friendly podcast. Okay. <laughs> but... <laughs> why don't Why don't we move on then? Uh, so, uh, we, boy, what an, what an exciting show we've got for you this week. I I don't have to tell you because it's been. I mean, because of the writer's strike. Like n- none of like the late night talk shows are like are, are airing so that we miss like what happens every year around this time. Every joke that, you know, that Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and, uh, you know, and the, and the, and the rest of them are Jimmy all Fallon. about jokes about uh, Google's Cloud Next uh, uh, conference. Uh, yes, it's Cloud Next 23 Mania. All I mean, it's just dominating the news cycle. Of course, I'm being sarcastic. The thing is, it has dominated billboards in downtown San Francisco, I'll tell you. Because I had to drive back from SFO and I was just like, Google Cloud Next, Google Cloud Next, Google Cloud Next, which means they still pumped a lot of money into marketing this. <laughs> yep. So this is the this is the annual show in which they talk basically it's their 
Annual. Talk about the thing that actually makes them money. Exactly, cloud, cloud <laughs> services, but and but also a lot of stuff on AI because this is all all AI related. So we got some AI news, including how controversial ways you might be able to ditch meetings, but it'll be okay because everyone else will be ditching <laughs> meetings as well. We have a bunch of news about the next Pixel phone, as usual, mm. pa- pa- partly because Google decided to just not be really careful about where they post their photos. Uh, and also I was really keen uh, to talk to you about uh, the new Fairphone 5 because you have your, you finally have your review up on Gizmodo and I've been really, really what, keen what to find out what, to find out how it works. You got, we'll, we'll give you some time to look for it because we're going to take a break and be right back and talk about artificial intelligence. If you can imagine such a thing on this show. Well, Cloud Next 23 Mania, I'm wearing the T-shirt. No, I'm not. I'm not wearing the T-shirt. But I would. But if I had one, I would be probably wearing it sarcastically and or ironically. And not just because I'm Generation X and that's my go-to, but because it's kind of hard to get excited about it. However, this is where Google decided to move forward in a lot of their announcements on how they're going to be implementing artificial intelligence in Google Workspace. And really... It seems as though like the words duet AI is going to be like their Coca-Cola is going to be their Band-Aid. They're, that's going to be the trade name that they stick on absolutely everything. And anything that they can possibly explain is sprinkled yeah. with AI fairy dust anywhere. Oh, no, that's powered by duet AI. So, OK. Uh, so the big news is that duet AI uh, is now generally available to workspace customers, people who they quietly uh, they've been testing it with about a thousand trusting trusted partners for several months now. Uh, apparently, I just found out this uh, this week, a couple of months ago, they never announced that there was a sign-up list, but apparently some people in Enterprise found out that there is a sign-up list. So there's a wait, there's been a wait list forming for the past couple of months, uh, and they're pretty much launching it. It's uh, $30 a seat uh, for Enterprise customers, and that's on mm. top of whatever they're paying per seat for access to Google Workspace. Um, no announcement on whether they're going to be giving offering lower prices for like smaller teams or individuals. Uh, so CNBC managed to get uh, Google to say that you can, is there are these Duet AI features going to come to like the consumer version of Google Workspace right. for everybody, and they say eh, possibly early next year, which is a way of like when your parent says maybe we can get you a dirt bike. Where, okay, that's not a no, but it's clearly far, far from a yes. Uh, But yeah, so this is being branded as like Google's AI secret sauce and it's everywhere. Um, When you when you do see it, it's probably going according to the screenshots and the video captures they made. It's essentially you'll see either like a special separate menu uh, from uh, the interface or you can invoke it straight from wherever you're typing, whatever it is. And uh, it was pretty impressive how they 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 told a really good story about how this is again a secret sauce. This is like an MSG where they can put it anywhere, and they seem to be finding good reasons to have it places. So it's not like hey, we've got the separate window for uh, Duet AIs, the separate window for whatever. It's like no, uh, if you don't if you don't care to use AI at all, Google Docs will still work the exact same way. However, here it is, and you're probably going to want to use it as a as a customer. Excuse me, as a partner. That's another thing that they followed up on. I, I'm. Does it, does it sometimes surprise you that Google can be really together in some ways, such as getting their messaging 
correct on AI from the very, very get-go, saying that this is we are promote we are creating tools that are going to be partners with human creators, not something that's designed to do their work for them. Uh, and then on the other on the other hand, like they are clearly like one hand does not know what the other is doing. I do not know how they've managed to pull this this stuff off of being so good at some places and so bad in other places. I'm just really scared about the the normalized availability of this tool because I just it just feels like it's moving so fast. Oh yeah, no, obviously because this is you no know, this is it but it feels yeah. like crypto, like it's moving as fast as crypto. And that we found out, I think just today there was a report that said the whole reason crypto took off is because of all this hyped up hype. And I worry that this kind of so-called incentive from Google is just to hype something that doesn't really solve anything quite yet. I, you know, I disagree, but we'll get, we'll get to that a little bit later. Okay. And, and the difference, the difference is that crypto was always like, oh God, this is the classic example of an academic technology that is designed to potentially solve really fundamental problems right. that are that are worldwide such as like again there are pl there are places in the world where uh, places in the world there are places in the people in the United States who don't have access to banking okay mm -hmm. where getting access to a checking account even getting access to a debit card so that they can put a card into a swipe and buy groceries doesn't happen uh, and there are people who can't get paid because they don't have access to banking whereas cryptocurrency would mean that I can basically pay I can transfer digital cash from me to you directly, and then you can transfer that cash directly to whoever you want to spend, give money to. And, but it quickly whoever turned into- Whoever wants to grift you. Yeah, well, but, but, that, but that's exactly it. Then it turns into all of these, you know, ugh, chiselers who are like, well, actually we can create like a, a hype-based, like collectible economy, just like Beanie Babies, just like Pogs, just like Pokemon cards, and basically invent new, and because this is so early that no regulation has made this illegal yet, we can basically create our own currency inflate it do things to promote it that would put us in the in jail get, get us get us identified arrested and put in jail in 24 hours if it were like a traditional stock and because of all that we're not the all the attention is off of the things that crypto can do to help people but okay well but we're, we're i'm asking. sorry i made that yes no no no. That, that, that's fine <laughs> i i but but you're, you're you're absolutely right i i do think this is this is more like the space race between like the soviet union and the u.s like in the 60s where yeah both sides be, be instead of spending 20 or 30 years developing a space program that was like okay right. for for we're gonna go one step at a time we're gonna go very carefully we're gonna find commercial reasons why we can sustain this instead of just something we have to keep putting tens and billions of dollars and we're gonna build this it seems like the, the next step would be a, a space station like a permanent outpost and we, we want to go to the moon but we'll launch our missions to the moon from this from the space station which will always be there and as but because this turned into a two-person race it was like how many people will die <laughs> in our rush to be first to somewhere and instead of having like a permanent bridge to the to space we basically did a half dozen moon landings and then we were done so this is i'm hoping this will turn into something more than that but i'm sorry we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get we'll get back to the we'll get back to the actual news uh so yeah uh like i said uh, it's uh duet ai is something that you'll you'll see like pretty much everywhere uh even i was surprised even google meet this is where this is where like they're kind of 
using it as branding so that I okay. thought that I thought that when I was reading, when I was listening to the keynote and reading like press releases and stuff, I thought that like this was a, a separate thing where they're, they're but they're labeling uh, like uh, improve this uh, AI based studio lighting, AI based studio quality sound, a studio look to your video. That's being, those are being labeled as duet AI features, which is like, okay, it doesn't feel like art. I mean, artificial intelligence is, is helping me take every single good picture I take with my pixel phone and my iPhone, but it doesn't feel that way. Um, but also, but, uh, but the, in addition to all that stuff, the stuff that seems to be useful, Oddly enough, Google, we'll talk about docs and sheets and presentations later, but Google Meet is probably the one that seems most like Jetsons <laughs> type uh, AI technology, uh, like simple starts, starts with simple stuff like everybody in the everybody who's in the meeting, they will uh, AI will automatically like grab a headshot from everyone who's participating uh, and automatically put tiles like next to the screen to identify who they are and who's speaking and that sort of stuff. So I don't have to upload an avatar. It'll generate that with automatic face detection, It'll automatically translate on live on the go in 18 languages. Um, a feature that was some of these features that we're going to be talking about were announced, released, hinted at at Google I.O., uh, like being able to uh, a feature called take notes for me, where in real time, it's going to be taking notes during a meeting. It's going to capture video snippets, capture action items that have been assigned to people uh, and not just a trend, not just a, a, like a, a transcript, but no, as if I had been taking bulleted notes saying, OK, uh, Flo has Flo has said that she's going to do this by this date. Andy said this instead, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's okay. And then automatically send that meeting summary to all the participants after the meeting. That's nice. Uh, now, now, here, now, here's the stuff that's going to get... <laughs> is These are either the greatest things ever or the things that make everybody realize how pointless all of these meetings are. Okay, these uh -oh. two, two features, one's called the meeting thus far. And that's actually what they're calling this, this feature. So that if you come in, if it's like an hour, hour and a half long, like staff meeting, and you came in like 20 minutes late, you can basically click a thing, click a button, say, give me, get, tell me what, summarize the meeting thus far. And it won't even give you like that rolling summary. It'll just basically give you like a conversational recap saying, well, Andy started off the meeting by saying we should uh, talk about why no diners in, the, in, in New England are open on Tuesday uh, because that's when he wants to take these things. Uh, Flo suggested that we discuss that at a, sec, at a, discuss that a second time. And then we moved on to why Andy is so annoying when he always sidebars everything. Ah, it's poor it's, assistant. Poor, poor assistance. Yeah. yeah so, so, yeah. so, so the point is not to summarize the whole meeting, but basically, so you can drop back into it, like when you're done with lunch or done with whatever. Right. Um, the but the other thing is to have it's a feature called attend for me. This is a feature where you can have Google Meet participate in the meeting for you to a very yes. real extent. So you basically provide you provide it with uh, Duet AI with a list of like questions and action items and things you want to bring up at the meeting and then you will get back a summary after the meeting about exactly what happened. Um <laughs> And now the it's perfect. There was a follow. Some I, another reporter uh, asked a follow up question, <laughs> the obvious follow up question, and Google said, "Well, if everybody is in the meeting is using the attend for me feature, then the meeting will like stop. <laughs> so it's not as though you'll have like eight robots talking to each other uh, or anything like that. Uh, I don't. I it's like I said. I don't know how whether that's the most useful and wonderful thing ever because it might like sort of sharpen people up for." I don't really need to be there. I just need to. Be, I'm the only reason why I was asked to be in this meeting is because I need to tell everybody the status of this project. And if I can simply tell 
uh, 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 tell the AI, here is like what I meant to report. Oh, then be in two it, places at once. Right. I see. When it, when it comes, again, I, I, I can't believe I'm standing here for 90 minutes, like watching people like show off their cats when all, all I'm here to do is to read the oh, little, so read the little annoying. post-it note on my desk that says that it looks like we're going to be our, it looks like we're going to be, are going to be pinched for warehouse space. Uh, Josh, I really need you to help us find new property that we can build new warehouse space on. Okay. And now we're, oh yeah, well, no, that is a cute cat. Okay. Well, okay. That's fine. Yo, Mr. Tittles. Okay. That's nice. Wasn't that the, that's that sort of thing. But again, if it's, you, you, you kind of, you're going to feel minus if you're the only one who's actually showing up for the meetings, but you don't have the authority to cancel meetings, you know? I'm just glad that there's going to be some way where I can get a little helping in two places at once. And it's, you know, I don't have to know any magic. Yeah. You know, this is, this is magic at its core. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's what, but, and- but I have to say it is ironic though, coming from a tech company that is also trying to force some of those people back into the office. I'm just saying. There was also, see, again, I'm surprised that the most interesting, I thought that I'd be most interested in what they're talking about docs and mail and they will, they did they do things with docs and mail, but they also had a right. really interesting demo of Google slides where they gave an example where a financial analyst is going to create a presentation where they, they speci- the example that they gave is that it's four 30 in the afternoon. You're about to go home and uh, a VP says, Hey, uh, I need a present. I need a slide deck on our Q3 results by 8 a.m. Right. next morning. And so instead of, again, according to the story that they're, that, uh, that Google is telling us with this feature, essentially this person in the, in this demo basically opens up the sidebar in in uh in google slides says just says gives the prompt create a summary of q3 performance and then the sidebar creates a whole slide deck a quick bullet point rundown that's suitable for sending off an email a a, a list of all the google drive docs and resources that grew the information from so for instance in the example, uh, it got stuff from uh, spreadsheets that have all the financials on it, uh, from meeting notes from like s- several meetings over the past month, email chains, all that kind of stuff. And it's not just simply spitting it out for you and then just and there's an email icon next to it saying, yeah, send that to the boss, don't even read it. It's like, no, here's what I generated for you. And here's where I got, here's all the files in your Google Drive where I got all this information from. And so you're meant to, it's like having an assistant that does it for you that you're not expecting this like first year, uh, first year employee to do VP level presentation work, but it's good enough that you might be half hour late going home instead of having to like go home at midnight. That and of course this is a demo. Who knows how well it will work? And I'm guessing that it's going to require that you sort of pledge your life to Google Drive and the Google ecosystem a lot more than you're doing right now. Because the more stuff that this feature can see, the more the more stuff that that Duet AI can see by you know doing all your conversations in Meet and Chat, and all your files are in Google Drive, and all your sheets are in Sheets, and Docs are in Docs. The better, the more work it can do on your behalf. So that's going to sort of encourage people not to use Microsoft Office for this one part of it, or not use the Amazon Web Services for some of their cloud hosting or whatever. Okay. But I'm supposed to use this to help me do work past the hour that I was expected to work. I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. That's a, that means that obviously it's just, that's just an example. But I'm saying, look, ima- I know, ima- I know, imagine, but, imagine you got the email at 4 trying, p.m. and that means you, you can leave on time instead of like leaving like four hours no, late. No, I yeah. know, but I'm just trying to like bring to light how some of the exam, you know, sometimes 
AI is just looking for a problem. I guess I'm just skeptical about it because I'm just still kind of slightly afraid about it. And, yeah. um, well, that's, well, see, that's, that's part of what makes this really interesting to me because when I, when I, when I saw this whole, whole presentation, it kind of reinforced the idea that they're the, the basic skill set of what every single office worker is expected to be able to do and the tools they're, they're expected to know how to use keeps changing. And like, just like, you know, True. I mean, I've, uh, I'm old enough to know when, oh, wow, it says here that, you know, Microsoft Office. Excellent. Yes. We we won't have to send you for three months of training, whereas that's supposed you're supposed to know, like uh, Microsoft Office slash Google Workspace by like grade nine. Like yes. you're, you, you're, you, you basically are expected to know how to read and write. OK, <laughs> and that's then that's that's part of the table stakes. And AI is probably going to be exactly in the same role where uh, right now. In the demo, Google is presenting this as, remember all the times your boss gives you these unreal, basically expects you to work like past five o'clock and into the night because, oh, he or she didn't know until 4 p.m. that he that they needed the slide deck first thing in the morning and you're up until 1 a.m. finishing this. Well, now maybe you can finish it in a half hour and you'll go, go home in time. And that's how things are going to be like initially. But then the, your boss knows that I expect, I'm not expecting you to spend six hours at your desk doing this. I'm expecting you you to spend 10 minutes because you know how to use the AI to generate the first draft and then true, maybe true. an hour going through things to tighten things up and make it better. And as a result, now, now they're still asking you to stay up, to stay in the office till 1 a.m. on a last minute thing. But now they're basically asking you to do work in six hours that would have taken a month without AI tools. And it, mean, and it means that if you don't understand how to use AI, if you're like, if I've, I'm, I have the luxury not working, working in an office that I can still... Again, beer, stroke my beard about yes, but as a writer, like at what what part of my contribution is my the flow of insight of creativity that defines and redefines the premise as I work on it versus how important it is that I simply get the words out there. Like I, whereas like if I were, if I'm competing for office work, well, guess what? The people who are, the people who are working in the cubicles next to me, they're not making those questions. They're just basically, oh, wow, I can get this report done. And Andy's still on hour number four because he's writing everything by hand. I got it done three hours ago. And now the boss is like, why are you taking 12 hours to do this? I, I gave, I, I gave it to, I gave you the assignment at one, I was expecting it by one forty-five. You you don't know how to use AI tools, like no. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's a good Cause, point because I'm 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 a butterfly collector. I'm a poindexter. I'm a, I'm a oh, I'm gosh. a sensitive artistic type. <laughs> uh, <sighs> other, but uh, so it's going to be interesting again. This because when you, when you have a set of tools that changes how Microsoft Office works, and of course, like you said earlier, one of the reasons why. Uh, Google is making sure that they go in strong with this presentation is that Microsoft is doing the exact same with office. It's like yep, you're, yep. you're changing, you're changing the gears, the duct work, the electricity, the plumbing for every single office and how everyone does business everywhere. And so as a result, it's like that part, that big percentage of the workforce is going to be directly affected by this positively or negatively. And it's a, that's a society change that gets inflicted Working upon us alongside robots. <laughs> Yeah, again, it's it's as long as it's not It's happening. Yeah. Again, we you you, you don't have a, you don't have a choice now, I think. You have to really yep. know how these things work. Um Time to adapt. A few uh, before we move on a couple of like bits and pieces getting on to what I thought was going to be the interesting stuff, but it was actually turned out to be the less interesting stuff. Um mostly stuff that they demonstrated at Google IO like in uh, 
apps where apps like mail and docs where you write stuff there's going there's a help me write button uh so that if you you can basically say hey help me write a response to this or help me help me uh, su- summarize this message thread and it will generate a, a, a reply email that answers all the questions that this person asked based on what was in the email thread, what are you in your Google Docs, stuff like that. Uh, or you can just simply write it write it by hand and then say, okay, I want you to make this a little bit more professional or formal or be- because I put a lot of emotion into it. Okay, look, you big stupid head i'm gonna tell i'm gonna explain to you right now why we need the extra warehouse space now in 1962 when walpole massachusetts first started getting federal highway funds they put priority on the highway on places like uh crossing crossing points for schools and hospitals they didn't think about warehouse space so there's no way to get like and basically he asked how do we need the new warehouse space this year or can we plan on that in the next three or four years? Like, so I can write, I can get that 10 paragraph like screed out and then say, okay, um, hi, uh, Google AI. Could you get this down to like a paragraph of very professional and unemotional business text and it will generate that for you. And that's, that's, then that sounds cool. That sounds for, for, for that. Yeah. It gives, I mean, it gives, it gives you the emotional, pl- please. Yeah. Thank you, robot for removing the emotion. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, and stuff, uh, and another interesting thing was, uh, Google chat that there's going to be access to this. So you can actually talk to, this is where I got confused, Duet AI directly in chat. So if you were having a chat with, if you're in the chat, app, lots of other child. people. yeah, but that made me wonder. So as much as the, there are technical questions about all of this, there's a simple one of, so what is, is, uh, is Duet AI just simply the consumer facing brand for, how Google deploys whatever large language model they're 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 using right now. Like, does, does this does Duet AI necessarily mean it's running Gemini, or does it gener- does it necessarily mean it's running uh, Palm or Lima? It's I don't know if that means. I don't know what that means either, but I have a feeling that the tool is going to be something like Google search in your chat window, so that you don't sure leave Gmail, you know, so yeah. that you stay within the workspace. And within the Google ecosystem. Yeah. I, I am glad about the user interface design that I've seen so far where um, there's there's uh, they could have gone to a way that basically says, hey, this is Google Workspace. It's already a collaborative environment. We'll just make the AI one of the collaborators on this document or on this project. But that could get really, really super confusing. Instead, it's like this sidebar. It's almost like you have a separate chat window going on with the AI saying, hey, my personal assistant, could you summarize? Could you take a look at these two years worth of spreadsheets and say whether or not we're going to be, whether they say we're going to be a profit or loss Q4 this year. And it simply gives you an answer. And then you're responsible for including that in, in the document you're creating. Uh, I think it's, I mean, it's early days still as, as, as desperate as both these companies are Microsoft and Google to prove that they're not behind anybody. It's like, there's going to be a lot of mistakes and, Oh boy, the, fir- the first the first companies to decide that yeah we're gonna let our we're gonna increase our 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 our, uh, our expenses by thirty dollars per person on a tool that will allow them to goof off more <laughs> and rely on AI results that if they're not doing their jobs properly will thoroughly screw us over or leave us vulnerable to like lawsuits and criminal hearings. <laughs> first one in the pool. <laughs> Well, so we got we got Pixel News and that's going to come up right after this break. So I'm trying to decide if I'm excited about 
the new pixels or not. Historically, I have not. Not that means that I'm not glad that they're there or have not liked them. I like one but enough to buy them, but I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just that like I'm this isn't like <laughs> this isn't like 2007 anymore and I'm not like that much <laughs> I'm not like what 20 years younger anymore. It's like you're just uh, looking for something that's functional, not necessarily something that's the fat. I just want to feel something again. You know you what? That's that's something. all I, I just want to feel something in uh, a functional manner. <laughs> Uh, but we do we do have some news on on the pixel uh, and they're both kind of they're both kind of interesting because they're so like don't you agree that these stories are kind of like so very google i just <laughs> i don't understand what they are doing but yes yeah, start yeah start with this first one it's okay uh so have you, do, you a do you remember do you remember pixel pass this was uh with the honestly i forgot about it but... yeah me, me too uh this was uh uh, again, I think Google was trying to do something that Apple had tried to do earlier. Uh, it's a subscription program that they launched alongside the Pixel 6, where if instead of like buying a Pixel 6 outright, you just simply subscribe to Pixel Pass for 45 bucks a month, you got a brand new Pixel 6, you got a subscription to YouTube uh, Premium and YouTube Music Premium, 200 gigs of Google One Storage, uh, you got the subscription to Preferred Care coverage for your phone, and you got Google Play Pass, which is like an all-you-can-eat subscription for it's it's their version of like the of Apple's like App Store subscription, where you get a whole bunch mm-hmm. of Play Store games you can simply download for free. And so this was the idea of instead of buying your phone and maybe giving you an opportunity in two years to like think about <laughs> switching to the iPhone, what if you just simply give us forty-five bucks a month forever and every two years we get to, you, you get to like get a brand new phone and continue on the plan for forty-five bucks a month, and that'd be great. Okay, well, that's that was 22 months ago, and Google announced was it today or yesterday that yeah, that's we're not doing that anymore. So that's <laughs> they're not not accept- even didn't even give it the whole yeah. 24 months. So yeah, so if you if you're if you were looking forward to getting a brand new Pixels Pixel Eight after spending 45 bucks a month for the past 22 months, sorry, that's not happening. Uh, the <laughs> they they app, there was a big like uh, f- uh, support article that they posted explicitly saying that no soup for you no this is <laughs> no we're, we're not accepting new subscriptions no we're not accepting any renewals uh if you have if you're an existing pixel pass subscriber uh, if you have been subscribing for 24 months congratulations your phone is now paid off you are no, no no longer obligated in any way and of course because this thing doesn't exist anymore you we will stop charging you 45 bucks a month uh, if you signed up for it like four months ago we will accept your 45 bucks a month for the next 20 months until that two years have passed and your pixel six is is paid off if you don't want to do this then hey great just pay us for the rest of the phone and we'll be good yeah that's thank you (laughs) that's not okay that's not okay that's that's very silly and this is why i will never take google super seriously when they're trying to do something kind of apple like because it's they're not going to follow through with it and um this is also why i kind of stopped caring about the pixel pro you know i've been perfectly fine with just the seven this last year Mm. i'm probably going to trade it in and get the eight just because i because they're going to give me that pre-order bonus Mm. that's what i'm hoping that's what i'm banking on so and i already pay for play pass yeah you know i already pay for google one (sighs) yeah it's it's a a pity yeah it's a pity it's just yeah it's it's unfortunate it's not very consumer friendly 
No, it, it may it may have been a good idea. It may not have been a good idea. I mean, at, le- at least they weren't canceling it in the worst way possible, which is to say we're just canceling it outright. If you're right. if you sign up four months ago, we're, you'll be receiving a bill for the rest of the for the rest of your the, your phone's value or the rest of the contract that you would have had for. OK, so it's not as bad as it possibly could have been. But that's still uh, Google. Uh, I, I wonder if when these moves are discussed inside Google, there is at least one voice in the back of them that says, yes, but this is another thing that we are canceling, like after really like process after it's there, giving that it a chance. Yeah, it's well, we that don't care. We're, we're Google or at least they couldn't they couldn't, they couldn't do, the rest of the room couldn't agree or come, couldn't come up with a consensus on how to shout that person down. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just again, I, I hate to see this stuff. I hate to I hate to see companies that are actually dysfunctional. I'd, I'd, I'd rather I'd almost rather see a company that is functionally evil Ouch. than deeply dysfunctional, because at least that at least that shows that humans can band together and do things as a unit, as opposed to, uh, I don't know, should 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 we invade Canada? I pff, you got me. <laughs> it's like just the ability to if, if if we can't if we can't get our act together to invade Canada, that means that we can't def- get our act together to defend ourselves from Canada if that if that should come up either. So that's, that's what I'm talking gonna about. It's going to be bad because Canada has the British behind them, hmm. which like is a lot. Okay, but the but the but the new royal, please, he's he's no he's no QE two. Oh boy. Let's talk about let's talk about the new phone. Okay, we'll talk about the new phone, and as usual, Google has leaked uh, the Pixel Eight. Oh boy, isn't that isn't that unquote XL? Yeah, we'll talk about that. So, and this is this ties into the first story because uh, a uh, someone on Twitter, I refuse to say that single letter, uh, spotted that on the the Google Store page, the official <laughs> Google Store page for all the subscriptions and services you can charge, had like a stock image of, hey, here's fun looking fun looking guy who's holding huh that's a pixel 8 pro yeah exactly uh showing it in all of its splendor and glory and if you thought oh Wait. maybe that's not the pixel 8 pro or gee uh, that's i think that that's the uh what's it called the sandstone color yeah i, I had, don't know i had a, I, a porcelain white, sorry whatever porcelain. their white variant is gonna be and, a, and a, but of course like they did uh, google does have their act together enough to like uh, have the ADA compliant uh, description. So if you get info on the image that says guy holding a pixel eight pro in porcelain. So, okay, that's definitely absolutely it. And so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people who were wondering if Google is being clever and because uh, uh, Apple announced that they're going to be doing their launch event for the, uh, for the new iPhones on in a couple, just a couple of weeks on uh, Mm -hmm. September 12th. And so, geez, that's coincidental. That happened just after they announced that date. Maybe they're trying to like get people reminding, Hey, look, get people excited about it. But I don't think they're that clever. I think that they're just that incompetent, that there's, there is not enough dialogue between departments to say, okay, and of course, okay, so here's the, here's the, uh, here's the promo image of that, that you asked for of dude hold, uh, happy looking dude holding a Pixel 8 Pro. Now, of course, you're not going to put this on our official site until after like October 5th, 6th, 7th or something like that. Oh, no, of course not. And then, of course. Somebody messed up in the CMS. That's what really happened. Someone messed up in the and CMS. It just happened to be the day after the Apple event went out. What an annoying week, by the way, because like I just wanted to shut off work, <laughs> but y'all decided you had to invite everybody everywhere this week. Okay. Yeah. Oh well. I was going to ask you because I know that the event is coming up. What do we think is going to be the Pixel 8's biggest thing? 
mostly people complaining about the build quality uh, that they're using oh, Samsung Exynos CPUs. <laughs> oh, you, that's well, that's just people. People complain about all the time. Yeah, they're as usual. They're a bunch of rumors, and uh, again, it's not as though Apple doesn't have like people who are a doing their jobs or people who are so excited about being trusted with a secret that they don't blab it to other people. But mm-hmm. they, they they at least know enough not to put a picture of the actual damn phone on the actual damn site. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so it. It looks like it'll be a pretty good upgrade, not necessarily like a transcendental one. Of uh, new features like uh, Night Sight is going to be available for video. There's oh, a, right. there's going to be uh, um, there's the uh, furthermore on the camera that the camera system the the main camera system itself is going to be the same. Uh, it's going to be like they they changed like the 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 lens housing to be like the entire width of that bump out. That's one of the reasons right. things you can see in the new picture, big deal. That's just a style thing. Uh, but uh, the eight pro, the eight pro is going to get a new uh, way improved uh, ultra wide lens. It's going to be upgraded to a 64 megapixel sensor, which is the same sensor they use on the pixel seven a as its prime camera. So okay. it's going to be much sharper, much more detailed, much you know, better in low light, that kind of stuff. New sensor, new camera sensor. That's not going to be revolutionary. It's just like this year's version of whatever they put in the eight, uh, right, the seven right. last year. So better, um, one thing that another thing that I'm kind of happy about is that there's no more curved display. Uh, it's going to be a f- apparently a flat display. It doesn't go, it's not going to curve around the edges like my Pixel Six, yeah. which I never, I never, I, I didn't, I don't really care about it, and it just makes the, your case fit not as well. I do because they did the same curve thing to the Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra, and I didn't like it because it made it weird to cradle this giant phone. Oh, right, so right. having a more flatter edge actually helps you have a little bit more grip. So yeah. it will help ergonomics yeah. at the end of the day. I'm sorry, I, I, I misspoke. I said I, I when I said I don't care. I said I, uh, yeah, I, I said that in the, in the context, in the context of, of the of the curve. Oh no, <laughs> we're losing the the curved that beautiful curved glass. Like no, actually, I think it's a good thing to lose because it's, it's there, there, yeah, there are no beautiful. there are enough hard edges on phones like that. That's what gets you like the your fingertips like grip around it and give you that security and also. Like when it, by the time I put it in a case, like the the, the margins of the case, there's always that little Correct. bit of a gap that uh, I just don't like. Um, one <laughs> brute, one brutally violent rumor uh, that uh, that the Pixel Eight would uh, be entirely an eSIM program. Uh, uh, Why is that violent? Thing. I don't know. There, there's some people who are really, really attached to this idea that oh no, if it goes entirely to eSIM, like the, like the iPhones, that will be the end of, of everything. And I could, and the 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 argument which makes sense is that if you do travel internationally, like it's nice to like land in Heathrow, go to a kiosk, buy a different, buy a local SIM for like data and and text, and just swap out your your US SIM for foreign or one. Or you could scan a QR code with your camera and then have it done that way. But but there's flexibility, right? And I I don't know why. Or I think actually I think I do know why because I I I connect very very deeply to I am I am not fully healed over the deletion of the headphone jack yet. Okay. All right, I'll let you have this one, Andy. I'm just I'm not, I'm not going to take this away from you. I'm just no I, again. Are I don't, again, it's Your feelings are valid. Yeah, it's like. Again, the number the the, the number of times where like I've been kind of hosed because. My 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 Pixel Buds or whatever aren't uh, aren't aren't charged, or I simply can't find them. And we're rest. And there's no backup. Yeah, and 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 in a, in a uh, and in a headphone jack world, it was like okay, I will just grab one of the thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, like eight dollar to hundred dollar plug-in headphones that I have. Like, no, you're kind of screwed. You're just gonna have to 
be alone with your own thoughts on this train ride. Okay. It's actually, it's most, it's not, it's not even so much that is I really feel strongly that if, um, a phone maker, software maker, whatever takes away a feature, they should give us something in return. Otherwise they're just stealing. Mm -hmm. And so if they were, and Apple tried to really BS their way through that by saying, oh, but deleting the the headphone jack makes it, helps with water resistance and dust resistance. Like, it does. Well, but it's, the thing is that both, all these phones were IP68 rated, like with, even with the headphone jack in. Okay. It, yes. re it really is just about making, solving problems for Apple and solving problems for Samsung and for Google that makes it easier to manufacture. And they take away something and not give us something as good or better in return. I just feel like that's kind of theft, but oh well. Um, oh, but the, 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 there's one really cool thing that's kind of a separate thing, not necessarily attached to uh, the those hardware rumors. Some interesting reports uh, just this week about uh, more news about Google trying to give uh, the Pixel phones and Android phones in general emergency satellite uh, messaging features, just like the iPhones. Um, and there, a bunch of people had the story that they're, Entering into a partnership with Garmin, which would be super cool because whereas Apple had to cut a deal with a, a very, very a smaller sort of a satellite company to basically buy 80% of their bandwidth to make this service work, Garmin is like the standard, like if you are a, a regular hiker, snow skier, whatever, you have like a $300 device that is an emergency beacon that's powered by basically connection to Garmin. So that would be pretty cool. As always, when really cool things that we don't know if there's a date of release attached to it, people spot, uh, researchers spotted some text in the latest messaging app that refers to such a feature. So yeah, that would be cool. That's that's a feature that I think is going to be really important because I don't think it would necessarily sell the phone, but man, that's uh, the 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 drama. Of yeah, my car flipped off of a bridge and landed yeah, upside down. Crash detection. Yeah. Um, it, and it's worth noting, by the way, that partnership with Garmin, it, they would be using the same satellites that the Qualcomm satellite service that they were demoing earlier this year. They would be using basically those same channels. Yeah. So it's smart on Android's part because the ecosystem is just going to take advantage of something that already exists, but. The reason we like apples a tiny bit more is because there are humans standing by who are specifically there to route iPhone users' calls. And so it's a little like it's a little more personal, which I think adds to the marketing of the iPhone and how it's this companion device and you know, yes, it'll be good to have, but nobody markets things like Apple does. Let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, but on 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 the other hand, like the, the fires in Lahaina, uh, in Maui, Hawaii, like there's there, were, there was that story about a, a family or yes. a, a, people who were boxed mm -hmm. in by fire, mm -hmm. and you know cell service was down, but they had they had an iPhone, so they were able mm -hmm. to they were picked up by by emergency crews like a half hour later, and they were able to have like a meaningful conversation as opposed to hey here's a beacon of somebody who may or may not be in trouble. That's the sort of thing where. God, I mean, the differences between phones are so razor thin, particularly to people who are not like you and I, uh, that have that we, oh, well, gosh, I really want the new Exynos processor, or gee, I really like the new Periscope lens. It's like, you know, if it's really close between the two, and you could go either way, and so much so that 
Both the iPhone and the Pixel phone and the Samsung phone are available in a shade of green that's not quite green. I like the not quite green of the Samsung better than the not quite green of the other two. Maybe that's why I'll buy the Samsung. But when you get to, oh, by the way, this has satellite emergency services that you don't have to pay six bucks a month for. You basically, it comes free with the phone for emergency use only. That's like, yeah, I would like that to happen because I remember, you're right, Apple does do a really good, when they do something good, they are also boy, to make sure that everybody knows about it. And so this, this is why like every, I, this is the weirdest part like the, of the, uh, the, the event that goes, that's going to be happening on September 12th, 12th, the iPhone event. It's like, they always start with like the most terrifying, uh, terrifying examples of people who used, uh, like the fall detection or the EKG thing on their smartwatch and now the it's emergency services it yeah but, the, but but now they're taking the people the actual people like back to the scene of their traumatic event to relive it for the purpose of this of this yeah, video it's like unsolved mysteries yeah true i'm ever stack rest in peace black diamond to destiny he thought he'd just have one last run before meeting his family back at the lodge little did he know that a tree fall was going to change his life do you want to talk about the Fairphone before we uh, close up? Uh, well, actually, let's, let's quickly mention, I mean, we need to wrap up, but quickly mention that uh, the invitations for the Pixel event uh, went out. Uh, to oh, yes, actually, yes. One, that's another curious thing. One day after Apple basically sent out invitations for their, uh, for their September 12th event, Google sent out their invitations for their October 4th event, this, this one happening in New York City. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. So we'll see Pixel 8, Definitely uh, the Pixel Watch 2, definitely maybe new Pixel Buds, maybe some mm. information about how well or badly the tablet is doing. I don't know. Mm. Maybe they'll introduce the stylus or something for the tablet or a- actual accessory case after they told me they weren't going to be selling one. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think they're giving now if you buy one they're they give you a free one that uh, that stand case, yes. that kickstand case for free. Yes. Yes. So yes. maybe they've got inventory that they didn't think that they would <laughs> they hope that they would have sold out on. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, hope, I'm hoping to go. I've got, uh, I, unfortunately, I've got something happening like right around there that's going to make this super difficult okay. to go to. And right. also I've had Amtrak has, Amtrak has stabbed me in the heart. They, they used to, they, for decades, they had a 2.40 AM train from New York Penn Station back to to like Boston, Providence, whatever. Okay. And that has been the key to my be able to being able to go to places and not have to worry about, okay, can I stay at a friend's house? And or do I can is this worth my getting a hotel room? Because right. I can go I can go to the morning event. The the, the Met the, the Met Met is back in season, so I can see an opera. <laughs> there, Correct. There, there's a there's a show that night. Don't know if I want to see it, but I, but it's it's a place to stay warm and dry for maybe twenty five bucks. So maybe I would do that. Okay, but now that's canceled. The the next the the first train out like at after like seven thirty p.m. is like at five thirty in the morning, and that would require me to sort of like diner hop. Like so if I so if I went to the Met that that's so much work to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and that wouldn't be terrible because again, I don't, I don't have. I, it's, it's not as though I have a nine to five job to be at the next day, so I can, if I can keep myself like from falling asleep in a bowl of matzo ball soup and on Fifty Third <laughs> Street in a diner, uh, I can, you know, I can like sleep on the train home and then get home and then crash further. But it's like two forty a.m. That was like kind of perfect. It's like just at the time where I'd be going to bed anyway. I can I can take a nap on the train, and pe- and the Moneyhan station doesn't open until five a.m. So it's not as though I can hang out there for like a couple hours. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like uh, now there are a lot of variables involved that I need to I, there's there's something I'll either have to move the next day or I'll have to be like ready to go for this next thing the next day, like at 1 p.m. So it's like, uh, I don't want to not go, but I don't want to. But I want to be an adult about this, despite the fact we'll that see. I've proven that I'm not good at being an adult anyway. We'll see. But yes, let, we'll let's see. talk. I'm sorry. Let's let's talk about the Fairphone 5. I'm really I'm really keen about it because I love I love the principle of the Fairphone. I love the idea of a phone that's been designed that as a as a matter of dogma that you should be able to repair everything in this thing so that's i mean it's, it's going to be it's going to be a real phone but it's not as though things are glued down and you need to in apple's case send away for like three pelican cases worth of specific equipment to be able to get this thing apart and replace a damn battery uh, uh i saw the headline of your gizmodo article and it kind of broke my heart a little bit why did it break your heart well because it was uh hang on I'm reopening the modular Fairphone five is good, but it's still no repairable iPhone. Yes. Is it, is it because it's not an iPhone or is it because it's not repairable? It's because it doesn't function to the same level as an iPhone does. And that makes it a really hard sell to get. That was my sort of thesis was that I love the idea of their Fairphone it's got a lot of great implementations that I think a lot of the industry should think about adopting, but no matter what they do, it'll never be as good as what a top tier phone maker is making. And they're the ones who need to get repairability down. If we're going to actually be making a dent in this, not like some small indie company that is trying its best, but I think it would, I think it would do better maybe consulting or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, Especially because this came this phone came right after Apple all of a sudden decided to carry the torch for the right to repair. And yeah. oh, now all of a sudden, because it looks good for Apple to yeah. have repairable devices. And so the Fairphone 5, perfectly fine phone. It's not the fastest. It doesn't take the, you know, the best pictures. It's a little bulkier than what I'm used to. But the truth is that outside of Europe, this stuff needs to be communicated to Apple yeah. and Google and Samsung about how to make things more repairable. At least they're giving us kiosks. <laughs> kiosks and Best Buy is what I meant. Okay. Yeah, it's I mean, and, and, it, and it's it's like a you said, in it's six hundred ninety nine euros, so it's like close like seven hundred fifty dollars to buy yeah. this thing. So you get a Samsung phone like one of the Galaxy S23 for around the same cost and there's Samsung kiosks that you can go to. But I do like the idea of the modularity and I'm glad that Fairphone was able to figure it out and they did it way before Google did. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, it's on, I guess on some level you could say that because like the Samsung phone that the fair for the fair phone to give you that kind of repairability, it has to be designed to be repairable from the ground up because they're not going to sell a whole lot of these and no, not a whole lot of people are going to understand how to repair mm-hmm. these. Whereas as bad as a bad a time as Apple gives people who are trying to fix these iPhones and Samsung phones are so popular that there are people who know how to get the adhesive off of that battery so you can replace it and you can go to iFixit and they will sell you the tools and the kits for, for getting that mm-hmm. done. So it might not have been designed that way, but you know, life uh, finds a way, so to speak. As they say. Hmm. Oh, well, well, shall we call this a show? 
We shall call this the show. We shall call this a show. Wrap it in a lovely fluffy bow. Uh, for members, uh, we're going to be we have we have a more t- wacky times of life in these United States feature for you, uh, and that's going to be exclusively for uh, members, people who support Relay.fm with their hard earned cash. Thank you so very much. If you want to get access to this and every other weekly members only uh, content that we do, uh, go right on over to Relay.fm/material, and you'll find a link to sign up for. Becoming membership, you get access to all that stuff and all the stuff that other Relay.fm podcasts and hosts uh, post regularly, just especially for pe- for the people who uh, support us that way. As 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 we are fond of saying, you 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 all support us with the most valuable and irre- most irreplaceable uh, quantum quantum of all your actual time and attention. Uh, but the, right. the, the money is also nice. <laughs> uh, Flow, uh, you're at flowrights.tech. Uh, we already we already boosted your uh, your uh, talk about the Fairphone. What else is going on? That URL is not working right now for some reason. Ooh. So, but you guys know where to find yeah. my stuff if you want to read it, gizmodo.com. And don't forget that I'm also on Blue Sky, Threads, TikTok, Instagram, anywhere but Twitter, please. <laughs> you are over, the, over that flow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh God, we're, we're not, we're, gonna, we're not going to start a whole new topic. But now that, now that they, uh, uh, Twitter has changed, it's updated, it's updated its terms of service to say, hey, yes. we also want to collect your employment history and your biometric information. It's like you are really. It's like, are are you frustrated that I haven't rage quit you yet? Because Elon's you, gonna have my fingerprints. That's uh, great. Good heavens, and not, and not around his throat. Uh, that's no. that's. If you, I, I'll give you my fingerprints. <laughs> oh, I'll give you my fingerprints, dude. <laughs> that was a good one, Andy. Thank you very much. Uh, I am Anatko on Twitter and Instagram and Blue Sky and everyone else. Uh, you can go also hear me uh, talk about tech news on Boston Public Radio. Go to wgbhnews.org uh, and uh, have all my past stuff. Just do a search for my last name and you'll find it there. Um, and that's going to be it for this week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show this time. We hope you'll be listening to us again next week. But until then, everybody, please have a happy, safe and healthy seven days. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.